0: When B2B SaaS companies take investment, particularly VC, it's hard for them to resist spending incremental amounts on PPC without a thought to the quality of the leads that they're winning. Now, in fact, most B2B SaaS companies focus on scaling paid media completely backwards, and the result is mostly bad leads, high spend, and almost nothing to show for it. The approach that we take with our clients' paid media is to focus on scaling quality before scaling volume and then optimizing the cost. Now in this episode, we'll look at the common mistakes that companies make when scaling PPC campaigns, why lead quality is more important than quantity, and our process and order for optimizing your campaigns. By the end of the episode, you'll know how to create a simple, effective plan for optimizing your leads and getting the best results from your PPC campaigns. I'm Mark Thomas, I'm the Head of Growth at Powered by Search, and today I'm gonna talk you through some of the best knowledge that we have on building B2B SaaS businesses. Now, if any of this is interesting to you and you want to read more, you should go to our website, it's poweredbysearch.com, and check us out there. Money can't solve every business problem, but for many companies that are under pressure to scale quickly, throwing money becomes the default approach to speeding up growth. Now We see this happen a lot with SaaS and tech companies, where pressure is piled on marketers to spend big with the expectation that this will translate directly into faster growth. This often happens shortly after the company has raised money from venture capitalists. The investors want to see their money in action, and they assume that the more money they spend will equal more leads, and more leads equals more customers, right? Well, While this approach will occasionally prove to be effective, more often than not, you'll see a steep increase in the cost per acquisition, as well as a steep decline in good fit leads. It would be easy to blame this issue on internal pressures within each company. But the reality is that the SaaS industry as a whole is obsessed with growth and rapid scaling, which is fine but it seems like half of the blog posts about SaaS marketing are about how quickly a company has grown or how you can grow your own business at a faster rate. In fact, if you go to Twitter and you search MRR, you'll see pages of tweets from founders and marketers talking about either how much their product has already grown or how much they plan to grow it over the next year. This isn't a surprise. Acquiring more paying customers is the entire point of running a business or working in marketing for most people. But it's created this mentality that growth should be sought as quickly as possible and at all costs which can lead to a culture of prioritizing short-term wins over steady growth generating lots of cheap leads will give you great optics for the boardroom but it won't set you up for long-term success now we encountered this recently with a client who came to us because they just received a healthy injection of funds from a vc They wanted us to spend it by ramping up investment in a PPC campaign. After looking at their situation, we didn't feel like the campaign would actually be an effective use of their money, so we proposed a more measured long-term approach to improving their leads. We put together a document outlining why we believed that they'd be wasting money by just pumping more of it into existing campaigns, and we explained the steps that we would take instead. They fired us. This short-term approach to their campaigns will ultimately cost them money and leads in the future, which is why we've defined our process here in this episode to help you avoid making the same mistakes. Let's walk through that process now. Our approach to optimizing lead quality is made up of four steps that can be easily adopted and implemented in your organization. Go through these steps one at a time and only move on to the next step once you've achieved your goal for the current step. After you've gone through all four steps, start the cycle over again. This enables you to continue improving and getting the best value from your campaigns. Step one, focus on lead quality. As we've already discussed, gaining quality leads is by far the most important part of this process, which is why you should focus on getting it right first. The biggest mistake that SaaS companies make when they're trying to improve their lead quality is not having their buyer personas or qualifying criteria clearly defined. A lot of people rely on gut feel, which prevents them from being able to systematically improve and refine their lead quality. To determine your ideal buyer persona, you should be constantly sorting your data into lists of qualified and non-qualified leads. You can either do this in a spreadsheet, or you can do it in your mind start by figuring out exactly what the qualification criteria is for your product or for your company for example clicks that didn't convert into demos or signups are largely bad clicks but you want to treat them differently in your qualification criteria depending on whether they exited immediately or browsed around the site first a tip here Companies often disqualify non-corporate email addresses such as Gmail or Hotmail as junk leads, but many of us use a second account to trial software. And if you automatically disqualify these from your criteria, you could be throwing away quality leads. Every company and industry is different, but you'll likely consider the following when defining your qualification criteria. Company size, buying behavior, whether they show up to demos, for example, budget authority, and whether they activated their account after signing up. Basically, you're building a profile of not just who you want, but also who you don't want. Bad fit customers. As an example, if your service is targeted at Teams, you'll want to disqualify solo users from your targeting. Once you have these qualifying criteria defined, the next step is to sort through existing leads to create a list of qualified or non-qualified leads. A simple way of doing this is to use a binary system where a lead is either qualified or not. Or if you want to use a more sophisticated approach, you can give each lead a score out of 100. But my recommendation is to avoid doing that early on because people really, really get hung up on the scoring criteria. Don't overthink it. Whichever system you use, you want to establish a feedback loop where the non-qualified leads are excluded and the qualified leads continue to be targeted. Once this is done, you can feed these lists back into your ad platforms by creating custom audiences. We have a really good post on that on the Powered by Search blog. This will immediately improve the effectiveness of your advertising because those on the non-qualified list will no longer be targeted and the qualified leads will be added to the target account list. Uh, Another tip here is that if you're struggling to define these criteria a simple method is just to open up your CRM, look at customers from the last month, and then sort through them one by one, identifying what makes them a good or a bad lead. This is even easier if you're recording disqualification reasons in your CRM because you can filter out all the leads with the same criteria and add them to a non-qualified list. Step two, increase lead volume. Once your qualifying criteria are clearly defined, the next step is to increase your volume while using your qualifying criteria to maintain a high quality of leads. This process is much like fishing with a large net. You can't expect to pull in only the fish you're seeking, but you can get a good idea of what percentage to expect. Not every lead will be perfect, but you can work out what percentage of your leads you can expect to be high quality. This will be your Goldilocks zone as you increase volume. To determine how to increase your volume, you should look at your current campaigns and evaluate which is contributing the most SQLs. Then you can use any of these approaches to bump up the volume invest more in the existing campaign. So this will likely have limited results, but it can be an effective way to quickly increase your volume while maintaining a decent cost per lead. You'll want to increase in small increments and keep a close eye on the cost per lead because it could easily skyrocket if you scale up too quickly. You could also remarket to existing qualified leads This approach uses the data that you gathered in the first step of the process and directly targets those who you already know fit your qualifying criteria. It's a lower risk approach because you know that they already exist and are likely interested, but a warning, it may be a very limited pool of prospects. Or you can expand to new locations using geo-expansion. By taking what you already know works in one geographic area and applying it to a similar market, you have an opportunity to increase your lead volume in a controlled way. For example, you might choose to target English-speaking countries, starting with the US. And once you're at your ideal lead quality, you can then also scale out to Canada, then the UK, Australia, and so on. A tip is that if you start in a bigger market, such as the US, you're more likely to find success when you move on to smaller, similar markets, because the larger sample size will provide more accurate data. Step three is to optimize lead cost per acquisition, CPA, that is from here on. There's often too much emphasis on achieving the lowest possible cost per click, CPC. But we found that it's much better to get the highest possible CPC with the highest conversion rate than the lowest CPC with the lowest conversion rate. After all, CPA is a much more effective measurement of your lead quality, which will provide much better results long-term. CPA is calculated by analyzing how many of the leads actually carried out the target action, the conversion goal. For example, if you aim to get a lot of people to a form, the number you should focus on is not how many people arrived at the form, but how many people filled it out. Seems obvious, but it's amazing how often people neglect this. Now, essentially, you're focusing on optimizing the post-click experience rather than spending too much time on the pre-click. That's not to say that the pre-click experience isn't worth your time. It's just not as important when trying to improve your acquisition. As with the previous step, there are a number of ways you can go about this. You can filter out the rubbish, and by this, we mean bad actor profiles such as bounces, bots, users who don't engage with the site at all, and you want to find a way to discover and omit these profiles from your campaigns. We've recently started using Clicksease, there's no affiliate thing there, I promise, to filter out bad traffic between the pre-click and post-click stages, so check that out. Provide different lanes for different leads, that's another option. Now, not all visitors to your site have the same intention. One lead might already be set on signing up for your product, in which case you wanna make sure that they have a fast lane available to them, such as a sign up button on the page they land on. Other leads might just be discovering your SaaS, in which case you don't wanna rush them, so you should have a slow lane that allows them to learn about your product via things like blog posts or videos or downloads. Another thing you can do is test ad copy. Testing variations of ad copy is a tried and tested way to improve the effectiveness of a campaign, and it can be a great way to improve your CPA. And then there's conversion rate optimization. By implementing crow strategies on your landing pages and following best practices, you can improve conversions and bring down your CPA. Again, we have a good article about conversion rate optimization for SaaS websites on our blog. Just go off and Google it. A tip here is that the goal of this step is to remove friction from whatever journey your lead is on and to ensure that they have the best chance of acting the way that you want them to. Step four, increase lead velocity. Now the final step in this process is to focus on your best performing campaigns and steadily increase your budgets at a compounding rate. To determine which campaigns are performing best, find out which are driving the most SQLs to your site focus on those. It can be daunting when you try to decide how quickly to ramp up, but you can simplify this by setting rules within your ad platforms so your chosen campaigns will automatically increase in velocity in a controlled way. An example of a rule you could configure, if the CPA is in X range and the conversions are higher than Y, increase the budget by 10% until it reaches a cap of Z. When the increases in velocity slow down or stop, that's a good indicator that this cycle has done all it can and it's time to start the whole process over. Let's pull this all together. It's easy to focus on trying to buy more clicks, but it's more effective to focus on lead quality. Once you improve the quality of your leads, you can expand and scale your campaigns in a much more effective and manageable way. These four steps that we've outlined in this episode, provide a clear process that will save you money, improve your own conversion rate, and expand your reach. Once you've reached your desired goal for the campaign, just start again and continue reaping the rewards. I'll see you next time. Now, if you enjoyed that today and you want to do something about your B2B SaaS marketing, you should get in touch with us. You can do that by going to poweredbysearch.com and checking out our assessment page. Or you can browse the case studies and blogs that we have on the site. Now, if you're not ready to do that, definitely say hi anyway. You can ping me on Twitter. I'm at Thomas. that's Mark with a C. Or you can ping our founder and CEO, Dev Basu, and connect with us there. Looking forward to seeing you again for another episode.